everybody. We are going to boldly go into 2019 whether we want to or not. We're here. Hey, I've got a treat for you guys today. Um, I've got Bob Rainier. Uh, he, we're going to talk chat. We haven't chatted with Bob in a long time on this radio show. And uh, a little background on Bob. Bob is, uh, he goes by, hey, it's just Bob. I'm just Bob. He he writes a newsletter. He is not a professional uh, financial advisor. He trades for his own account. Uh, that newsletter, he, he puts all of his trades in. He's got a free side and he's got a, a subscription side. I've been a subscriber for, for many years, and uh, I, I would encourage you guys, uh, if you want, it's just no holds barred, the absolute truth, uh, take a look at his letter. It's, invest for your, it's investyourself.com. Uh, take a look at that. Um, before we get going, as always on this radio program, I want to extend a very heartfelt thank you to all of our men and women who are serving in our armed forces and our first responders. Thank you so much for everything that you do for us. Well, Mr. Bob, welcome to the today's show. Well, Mr. Doug, it has been a long time, and I appreciate getting called back in. Absolutely. Um, I love having you as a guest because, like I said a moment ago, you just don't hold anything back. And, uh, you know, going into 2019, uh, coming off of 2018, I mean, Everything is just wild and crazy. That market yeah. in 2018 was nuts. What's your take on it? Well, one of the reasons that I can I can let things go and just pretty much say what I really feel is because I, I'm not a, a licensed professional. I'm not a broker. So technically, I can't give anybody any kind of advice. You know, I can just tell people what I'm doing. And the way I look at things, I... I don't have uh, some boss lording over me saying, hey, you work for this brokerage. You can't say that. You know, so I get the freedom to to kind of lay it out there the way that we really see it. And uh, in 2018, as far as I'm concerned, what we saw is the, the accumulation of, of almost 10 years of, of monetary manipulation trying to do just what it did push the market up at all costs, whether it was zero interest rates or quantitative easing or cash for clunkers or, or you name it, they pulled out all the stops to push the market higher. And the market's kind of like a, like a heroin junkie. The problem with the market is it always needs more. You know, a, a heroin junkie, he might take one shot very first time and he's as high as a kite. And the next time, but the third time, it doesn't do it. So he needs two shots. And the market's the same way. As long as they're keeping the pedal to the metal and they're doing everything they can to throw money into that market, it's going to keep going. But as soon as they they start hinting, okay, we're going to take some of this punch bowl away, now all of a sudden it goes into withdrawal. And that's what 2018 was. When we came into 18 in January, we had a big January effect, the spillover from 17, and we hit an all-time new high, and then we backed off some, and that would have been just fine. We'd have, we'd have been okay just consolidating for the rest of the year. But then what happened in October? In October, uh, Jerome Powell and the Fed started jawboning that, hey, we're going to have to take some of these rates higher. We're going to have to take some of this liquidity out of the system. 
it was like ringing the dinner bell for the Bears because uh, he was telling the market, we're not going to give you any more heroin. And we went into withdrawal. We, we crashed. We flopped around. We, uh, we had some really rough time there right on into the last week of December when they finally caught their breath. So I, as far as I'm concerned, what happened back then and what's carrying over into 2019 is simply we've been, we've been told uh, from the boss that um, we're not going to feed you all that heroin. And it's a tough thing for the market to swallow. You know, I, I can't agree with you uh, any anymore. I mean, I've said ever since we we went into the oh seven eight financial crisis that the you know the the uh, the debt uh, the the low interest rates that was ultimately going to come back and haunt us. And and what what really concerns me is this market has been artificially goosed. Yeah, we got some some um, some nice. Uh, fundamental financials uh, with the new tax reform. Um, unfortunately, most of that was corporate. My concern is, and I work pretty much exclusively with folks who are near retirement and retirees, these people are going to get absolutely hammered one day. You know, we came, I, I think, actually, intraday, the S&P went into bear market territory in December. You know, and it's been up the last few days, Um but I think uh, we're not out of the woods by any stretch. What do, you, what do you think, Bob? I don't think that we're out of the woods at all. But I almost believe that um, if you look at what's happened just over the last three days, uh, everybody started really howling at the Fed and saying, hey, you're going to bring on a, a, a crash. You're going to bring on a recession. And the Feds did indeed change their tune Mr. Powell, the head of the FOMC, uh, came out last week and said, "Hey, you know, uh, we might, you know, just take a pause and and you know become more data reliant and let's just wait and see." Kind of attitude. Even mentioned that uh, he'd be willing to change the pace of of reducing their balance sheet if that seems to be a problem. So the market really loved what it heard. The market heard, "Hey." We're going to get some more heroin. Cool. And uh, and it went on this rocket ride. We've been up almost 900 points in, th- in three sessions. So they really enjoyed hearing that. But as we come into this year, you can tell that things have changed to the point where we're going to absolutely need that kind of stimulus. We're going to actually need rate cuts and a halt of them reducing their balance sheets for this market to make any upside. And if they don't get that, there's a really good chance that we could plunge another 20, 30% from here. Oh, I think easily. I mean, if you look at the technicals of the market, they're abysmal. You oh, know. they're terrible. They couldn't be any worse. Yeah. But you get, I think we almost have to understand that, that um, the market that you got involved in 20 years ago, 30 years ago, like I did, is so vastly different from the market of today that now you've got the the algobots, the machines, the computers that are programmed to make returns. And you know what? Computers don't care that much about earnings. They'll read a headline and they'll they'll dump a stock if it misses. But they need to make returns for their people. And the next thing you see, that same company that just blew up earnings is rising again. And that's 
that's been so ingrained now into the market that even earnings misses aren't the death knoll that it used to be. So while my guess is that no matter what, we have pushed the, the, the balloon too far underwater and it's going to pop back up and it's going to explode. There's no doubt in my mind that we're going to end 2019 lower than we started. Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. And I, I have railed against these robot trades uh, for, for years now. You know, uh, I got into this business in 1988 uh, at, at Merrill Lynch, and a heavy uh, day of trading on the New York Stock Exchange back then was $100 million. And I think it was Stuart Varney yesterday, or one of them, uh, said, we had a very uh, nice trading day with 4 billion shares traded on the New York Stock Exchange. You know, the, yeah. the dang robots, all they do, it's monkey see, monkey do. You know, if if if, they, if you start, start a trend down, they're going to trade down. If you start a trend up, they're going to trade up. And I'm scared to death that's just going to get out of hand one day and blow the whole thing to smithereens. Well, not only that, there's an angle that you, you almost have to pay attention to, which relates to cybersecurity. Um you know, everybody focuses on their identity being stolen or their, you know, the, the hackers got my health insurance uh, or my health provider's information and this, that kind of thing. Can you imagine if if the hackers decide to attack Wall Street and say we have one of these six or 700 point down days and they just start flooding the market with sell orders? What would be there to stop it? There's no humans anymore. Right. The, alg- the algos would breed on each other, and we could be down 3,000 points by the, by the time the bell rang. That scares the living bejeez out of me. Uh, it, it could be worse. I mean, what was it, Black Monday in 87? Was that the day the Dow was down 25% in one day? Yeah, there uh, was. That could happen again fact. easily. Yes, it could. It could even get worse than that. So there are definitely frights in this market that we all have to – be wary of. And, and I think the the tough thing to reconcile is the fact that if you've got money in the market, there's not a whole lot that you can do against something rampant like that, like a, a terrorist attack through the exchanges or the algos go crazy on a day. Yes, there's circuit breakers built into the market where it can only fall so far on any particular day and they stop trading. But who's to say that the next time it opens up, it won't fall again? So oh, it, it, it's very scary. I, I didn't get into the market as early as you did. I didn't start until the early 90s. But if you compare them side to side, you, you can't compare them. There's no comparison to what you and I started with to the monster that we have today. No, there's there's absolutely not. We've got about a, a minute left in this uh in this segment, and w- when we come back from break, Bob, what I'd like to do is is, is start a conversation about politics and how it's affected not just the markets, but the economy. I mean, I have never in my adult life seen a president more hated by the opposition party and even people in in his own party. You know, I was not a fan of Donald Trump ever, but uh, I voted for the guy because I thought that he was going to uh, have policies that would lead this country in what I uh, believe is the right direction, and so far he he's done that. But holy cow, the resistance, the the absolute uh, hate for this man is un unbelievable. So um, go ahead, you have thirty seconds. I said it, it, it's 
certainly is. In fact, as you know, from reading my letters, I, there's going to be pockets of civil war. Yeah, absolutely there are. All right, folks. Uh, unfortunately, we got to go to a break, but I promise I'll bring Bob back on the flip side. And uh, you're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show right here on 94.5 WPTI. back. Thank you for spending a little bit of your Saturday morning with uh, the Wealth Guardians radio program. I'm Doug Ray. I'm your host. And uh, again, I've got uh, Mr. Bob Rainier. Bob uh, Bob and I go a ways back. I've had him on the show several times. He writes, a, I think, a terrific uh, newsletter. Um, he has a free side of that letter, which is kind of an editorial. And then on the pay side, he, he puts out his trades. He's not a professional, but he does trade for himself. And he, he will show you the exact stocks he's buying the entry point and exit points. He has stops in there. So uh, give Bob's uh, letter a look. It's called investyourself.com. Well, Bob, um, let's bring some politics into this conversation today. You know, the uh, the president seems to be hated by, obviously, the, the Democratic Party and most of the media and even some in his own party. You know, the Democrats have absolutely... Uh, turned their party into a left-leaning socialist uh, organization, some even downright communist. And uh, the media uh, is kind of following in their footsteps. I mean, they don't even try to hide it anymore. What are your thoughts? No, it's in your face. Well, we got to do a really quick history lesson, okay? So when when this country fought for its independence, break away from, from the Brits, you know, even though we, quote, won the war, they didn't just sit down and go, oh, okay, you guys can go over there and be free, and we'll leave you alone. They have been working on controlling the United States from the city of London uh, and the financial center from the day they lost the war. And what they've, you know, over the last couple hundred years, what they've been able to do is, you know, infiltrate the media. There's only seven companies that produce 92% of all the news that you hear. That's why all the news you hear, if they're against Donald Trump, all the media is against Donald Trump. And so they've infiltrated the schools, they've infiltrated the colleges, they've infiltrated the media, and there's this, quote, deep state that kind of operates, you know, in the the fuzz around D.C., but really is responsible for doing an awful lot of uh, the, the daily machinations that we see. And here comes Donald Trump. Donald Trump wasn't part of the deep state. He's not a politician. He's not polished. He he likes to say things off the cuff. And he started putting flashlights on some of these cockroaches. Well, that's that's outright war. They they've been in their comfy little deals, making their comfy little monies for decades. And now here comes this guy that's going to disrupt everything. No, 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 no. We have to get rid of this guy. So from day one, they went from loving him. The media, Donald Trump was a media darling for decades. Hollywood loved him. But as soon as he started putting a flashlight on some of the underbelly of things, all of a sudden, he was the most grotesque, evil thing that you've ever seen. So, yeah, the, the hate level is ratcheted right here to uh, uh, to something I've never seen. The, the division between what you might call the left and the right is is canyons wide. There's no middle ground. 
it's it's insanity. And I can't imagine that it ends well. I, I really do believe we're going to see violent outbreaks. You know, I uh, I got a good friend in uh, in Charlotte, and uh, his wife has long uh, talked about uh, the deep state and 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 the the undergoings there. And and I, you know, I didn't for a long time believe it, but I'll tell you what: the last couple years, wow, that it has opened my eyes up. This, you know, the, our government is just absolutely poison and rotten from within. And, and, you know, one of Trump's big political uh, sayings was drain the swamp. I'm not sure we can drain the swamp. It's, I think it's so thick. Yeah, it's awfully, it's, it's big, it's wide, and it encompasses so, you know, when you look at the government and, and you think, okay, well, there's a right and there's a left. And a lot of times there really isn't. It's like a uniparty. Um, there's some that have some constitutional right leaning, and there's some communists. But for the most part, you know, at the end of the day, they get together and have a beer. It's kind of interesting. But um, what what's what's been exposed, and what the media is trying to hide the most, is this corrupt deep state government, where you know. Right there in plain view, you've got texts from the FBI showing plainly that, hey, we're going to try and get rid of this guy. We're going to try and get him impeached. This is groundbreaking. This is something that's never, you know, it's just something that's never been exposed anyway in our history. And I I don't see, personally, I don't see any meeting in in the middle of this. I don't see it. The people on the left are so far left now. And the people on the right are, are, are tightening down every more, ever more. And it's uh, it's getting ugly. The, the, the Kavanaugh hearing was unreal, was better entertainment than going to the movies. I mean, it was in your face, real stuff. And I got to tell you that it's it's the craziest time I've ever seen. And, you know, me, I, I'm a big conspiracy theory guy. Right. I, I have a aluminum foil hat, but. You know, today's conspiracy theory is tomorrow's news, usually. And um, I just, uh, what they're doing, the, the fighting between the two sides, can they drain the swamp? Well, I don't think, I think you're right. I don't think the swamp can be drained. I, I only think it can be exposed to the point where the, the most egregious of them have to slither away. And I think that's the best we can hope for. You know, you've written many times in your in your letters and your in your daily updates. Uh, one of your biggest concerns and fears is we actually break out into a civil war in this country. I mean, you know, shoot 'em up, war fist against each other. Do you really believe that we're we're coming to that? I believe that we're we're. I believe we have actually already seen it with the quote, Antifa attacks up through uh, Portland and Seattle. Um, you know, this this group has has thrown rocks and bottles, and and there's been clashes between the, the alt-right people and these people. I think it's been fairly contained so far, only because, you know, there, there's still some functioning brain cells in, in human beings. But the push now is is accelerating to the point where 
you know, Donald Trump's been in, in office a little over, what, two years now. And we have another uh, election coming up. And you, you think of 2020 and you say, oh, that's way away. No, they'll start com- campaigning on this halfway through this year. And that's when I think the rhetoric is going to build to such a level that, yeah, I think that there's going to be conflict. I mean, physical conflict um, between the, the opposing parties. And it, there's going to be towns, there's going to be pockets around the country where the where the police and or the National Guard is going to have to be called in at times to, to calm things down, as sad as that sounds. Well, I'm afraid you're right. I mean, we saw the... the the 2018 election, the rhetoric got, got so outrageous. And, you know, we got we have a lot of folks who are leaning socialists, especially our younger generation. And I don't understand it at all. Uh, even my son tells me, he says, Dad, I don't I don't understand my generation uh, one bit. And, and you know, uh, Bernie Sanders kind of opened the door a little bit uh, with his uh, run for president. And, and then we got what's her name, Acacia Cortez, whatever, Acacia, yeah. who's an outright complete socialist. Um, right. Said she majored in economics, but I don't believe it one damn bit. Uh, but uh, you know, I think you're right. I think this running up maybe starts this year, but getting into 2020, it's gonna be oh interesting. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think it's going to be ugly. That's that's what bothers me, is is the ugliness. You know, you always think in the United States, and if there's some kind of a dilemma, like uh, when the World Trade Towers came down, um, for the next two weeks, um, America was the most united, nicest, friendliest Mm -hmm. place there ever was. We were all shocked at what happened. We talked to our neighbors. Everybody was nice for about two weeks. And then we went back to throwing rocks at each other. Mm-hmm. But, um, but this coming event, as far as the left is concerned, you know, an, another win by Trump is, is equatable to the trade power. It, it's like an attack on what they think this country is supposed to be. And they are going to fight it. And I think they're going to fight it. I, you know what I do kind of part time. I, I, partner in a, in a company that um, we, we do weapons self-defense training, mm-hmm. and I have seen some of the pamphlets that have been put out by some of the, quote, radical left, where they're literally trying to start coming to classes like we teach so that they can get ready to um, uphold what they think is the Constitution. And I've seen that in person. That scares me. Wow. Yeah. That that is uh, that is scary. Yeah. You know, we've got uh, you know, I I suspect Trump is probably going to have another opportunity to nominate another Supreme Court justice. Uh, We've seen in the news lately, Ruth Bader Ginsburg health issues uh, are apparently somewhat uh, severe. As bad as the Kavanaugh hearings were, I can't imagine what the next one's going to be like. Uh, I, I shudder. I think you're absolutely right. Um, I think uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is in more dire shape than they want us to believe. Um, This stuff about she's been working from home and trying to hear the cases from home, 
I don't, I don't even know that I believe that. I, I think she might be on a sick bed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I just really don't believe that. So if, if indeed she has no choice but to bow out and Trump gets to nominate somebody else, uh, maybe the Kavanaugh thing was just, you know, the, the preliminary bouts to the main event, you know. It's going to be insane. Yeah that that could be you know, that could be the catalyst that that starts uh, you know some real civil unrest. Uh, oh, but this show went so quick today, Bob. I really appreciate you doing this. Let's 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 have you on a little bit more often as we we roll through twenty nineteen and then into uh, twenty twenty in, in politics and so forth. Uh, I, I really love happy. your insights. I'd re- I'd really be happy chatting with you. I enjoy every minute of it. Well, that's super. Uh, again, folks, uh, Bob writes a letter that uh, I really like. I've subscribed to it for quite a while. It's called investyourself.com. Uh, I would encourage you to take a look at it. Like I said, there is a free site of it where Bob uh, expresses opinion, and there's a pay site where he actually shows you uh, more opinion, but also he shows you his trades. He puts his trades out there for you, exactly what he's buying, prices that he's his buy-in, and, and his stop loss. Well, again, Bob, thanks a bunch. And, uh, folks, you've been listening to the Wealth Guardian's radio program right here on 94.5 WPTI. We really appreciate you, and we will see you next week. Thank you the so much. The information provided is for educational purposes only and not intended as investment advice for any individual or entity. All information contained herein is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representation as to its completeness or accuracy. The views presented today are those of Wealth Guardians and do not necessarily represent the views of the Alpha Star Capital Management. The opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and do not constitute financial, legal, or tax advice. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income refer only to fixed insurance products offered by Wealth Guardians. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Please consult your financial professional before executing any financial strategy. Investment advisory services offered through AlphaStar Capital Management, a registered investment advisor. AlphaStar and Wealth Guardians are independent entities.